A white man? No! And welcome to a special episode of the Unsub is a White Man. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. And we are back with our thoughts on the second half of season 16. Yeah. Evolution. I have lots of thoughts. I do too. <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm loving this. Yeah, it's I'm so loving good. it too. I think I loved the second half more than the first half even. Yeah, I had read lots of reviews where people were just like, oh, I just didn't like it. I didn't like it. And like, man, I, I how could you not have liked why? the second half? I, the first half, I get it. Like, they have a lot of work to do in a very short amount of time, right? Like, they have to set up where everyone's been and why they're back together and why they're in the situations they're in and all the exposition with the big bad and getting back into like the regular formula and throwing the nostalgia hits in for everybody is like a lot to do. Yeah. But now they took this little break. And they came back with like a really, a really good wrap up, I thought. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it a yes. lot. Um, so should we just kind of go through like episode by episode? Yeah, as best we can. I mean, mine is kind of, I've watched so many of them in like one big chunk that it kind of runs together. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I might be a little off on when things are happening, but I, I had a bunch of like, like bullet points I wanted to hit. Okay. Yeah. I tried on the first few episodes to like take some, write down some thoughts as I was watching. But by the time I got to the last two episodes, I was just like staring open mouthed at the TV and I forgot to write anything down. Yeah. But I'm hoping it's still fresh enough. Yeah. Mine are just like mind. little notes. Like yeah. wanted to talk about this two word phrase. Yeah. 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 Um. So episode six, we're coming back after the explosion. Yeah. Quite the explosion. Yeah. And it turns out, Nobody got hurt. Uh, what a shock. <laughs> I loved it. They're like, and they, uh, it's just some, you know, slight scratches. Yeah. They're like, okay, what? They've got, they've got a little brush burn, but yeah. they're mostly fine. Like how, how is that possible? Yeah. The, the heat of that metal enormous. alone. Yeah. Um, but it destroyed, they made it out. And I love that it also destroyed every piece of evidence. Yeah. But in the entire shipping container, all. but they were fine. They got out in time. They're that so, fast. Perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah, I, I, it was a, I mean, it was the, where they, like, picking back up where they left off, kind of what I expected. I hate when TV shows do the ringing in the ears thing for the person who had the explosion, all we hear is the ringing. Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. They were in an explosion and they're not hurt except for the ringing in their ears. Um, but, yeah, I didn't think it was, it wasn't anything, like, unusual. Of course, they're all going to be fine. Right. I thought that the whole second half of this season, no matter what happened, I was like, well, I already know they're all coming back. Yeah. Next they're, season. Not, <laughs> they're not going to kill anyone off. Yeah. So. I already know what's going on. So it's like it when still there's fun to watch. a kid in danger and you're like, they're yeah. not going to kill the kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Oh, this is uh, true conviction episode yeah. six. Um, did you have any like off the cuff thoughts while watching this episode? Um, not, I mean, this one was, it's like a deep dive into Sicarius's criminal mind. Yeah. Which was nice. I liked that. Mm -hmm. Not a fan of the whole, like, I just never like the bureaucracy bullshit. It's yeah. so boring. Yeah. They're like, well, we're just going to close this case. And you're like, mm -hmm. why? Yeah. Like, like it obviously about this... needs to stay open. There's nothing solved about yeah. this case. Why are you, I, I don't know. It just makes me so mad because it, it makes no sense and it only is happening to 
like have drama. Yeah. Like I don't I don't need that. It's like the BAU is going to be shut down. I don't know. Yeah, it's always going to be shut down. Mm-hmm. It's just that's boring. I do, I just they keep doing it. They've done it like 12 times yeah. <laughs> so for yeah. all the seasons. Because there's I don't only care. so many things they can do. So Yeah. And it's like it's, it was extraneous. Like I didn't we didn't need it. Yeah. We yeah. didn't need there was that extra drama because there's yeah. plenty going on. Um, um was this the one also where Garcia and Tyler become buddies? Yes. Yes. Uh because he like shows up super drunk at her house or yeah. he has to she has to go pick him up or something. Wait, that's... Or was that seven? I think that's seven. I couldn't remember where the one where she he yeah. throws up on her carpet was. I think that's seven. <laughs> um, in this one, I thought we had a really great wheels up moment that I had been like waiting this whole time for. Because yeah. they're like, they have to go... Yeah, they finally did it. <laughs> yeah, and um, Garcia's like driving or she trails off and Prentice just gives her the look and they're like, wheels up. Like, yes. like, I've been waiting to say this for so long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then that jet shot, that stock footage of a jet yeah. flying across the sky feels like home. I know. Um, I really was getting like James Vanderbeek character arc vibes from this episode of Sicarius. Right? Because yeah. he's like in the shipping container and Cyrus is talking to him. Yeah. Like, he's picturing Cyrus. Yes. Is this also, I watched, yeah, because I watched six and seven before and then I, mm-hmm. it was a couple weeks ago. But is this the one where we get we get the flashbacks to young yes Elias and with the wig? Yes. <laughs> I just that was one of my notes it just says wig. Yes. <laughs> it was the, one of the worst things I've ever seen and I loved it so much. Mm. Um <laughs> like I, you don't yeah. look like a 17-year-old, <laughs> you look like a 40-year-old man in a bad wig. Yes. <laughs> it was um, amazing. Yeah, a, a bad wig and bad makeup too. Yeah. Um, I liked that. I like, I liked them showing, you know, how we got to be who he is. Terrifying upbringing, right? Yeah. Like very, just very, very dark. Yeah. The guy um, who played his uncle was really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, and the level of like, despite his bad, bad wig and makeup, um, him just like sitting there reading a book with his woman chained to the living room floor moment is, uh, yeah. You've had to have seen some shit in your life, right? For for that not to not just, to bother you, yeah. Just like go about your business, and be like, uh, sorry, I uh, I can't help you. Yeah, it's just so unsettling. Yeah. Um, I liked in this episode, like the um, I thought Prentice showed herself to be a very good boss in this episode because there's the whole Tara and Rebecca thing. Rebecca gets mad at Tara about them going back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to the uh, to the that death row prisoner. Yeah, um, his name I cannot remember now. <laughs> I can't either. The one who was secretly gay. Yeah. Um. And reopening that whole case because Rebecca like made her career on that one. I liked that Prentice told Tara like, "No, take a step back. Focus. Like, this is bad for your relationship for you to be involved in this." And I don't feel like that's something Hotch would have done as the boss. You know? No, never. I don't know. They're actually like, it's so, it's very, it's funny, like the contrast in how they're like 
dealing with things because it's so like of its time. Yeah. Like the old episodes that you're watching from like 2007 and mm-hmm. like the ones now where they're like, are you taking care of your mental health? Right. Right. In 2007, <laughs> they're like, stuff it down. Stop <laughs> talking. Don't admit your feelings. Like, yep, that's about how it was <laughs> in both of those time yeah. periods. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought Rebecca kind of sucked in this episode. I know. I was so excited because I really like Tara. Like, yeah. she's a great character. I really enjoy her. And I was like, man, I just, I'm, I'm glad she's happy. I just want her to be happy. Yeah. And then, yeah, Rebecca just starts sucking. And you're like, ugh. Like, yeah, dang it. I was rooting for you. We I know. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> um, I liked that Tara said machismo. Did you catch that I one? I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Haha. I thought of you immediately. Um, I loved that they could, in this episode, they come to the second street realization. And I was like, man, a classic, classic criminal minds narrow down that narrows nothing down. They're like, well, there's a second street connection. You're like, cool. There's not a second street in virtually every city across the entire United States. I know. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking of every place I've ever lived. And like, there was a second street in every city I've ever lived in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, was like, you know, just I always go back in my mind to that very first episode and going through every single CD. Like, we'll just go through every single second street. Every single case and see if there's a, <laughs> a second every street. cold case we've got. Um, I was surprised that Cyrus was still alive, that he had not yet killed him. Right. We see him kill Cyrus in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because he goes back and he's just like a miserable old debilitated man yeah still scary um yeah i mean all in all a solid episode there was a moment of them waiting for daylight to fan out and see if the suspect was still in the area after the explosion which i yes was like ah back to their old tricks they couldn't (laughs) check the woods at night we don't work nights right (laughs) we Um, might trip over a stick we can't be out there in the dark (laughs) yeah (laughs) but overall good like um it it was like i don't know Steadily building still at this point, I feel. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other thoughts about that one before we go on to seven? Um, I don't think so. Um, so seven is what doesn't kill us, and it had a great crime. Like, slightly over overly complicated. Oh, yeah. But that's what I like. Oh, that's what they do well. And I like that they've thrown a couple of the little, like, Monster of a Week episodes yeah. in to, like, keep things fresh and new. Because it's like, yeah, they would have to do other jobs, too. They can't right. just focus, they can't on focus on this one guy. One thing. Um, but, yeah, like, anytime, anytime you're just going to kidnap people and put them in an overly complicated trap, I love it. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm there. Yeah, it's it. like she has this tiny flashlight. At one point, she's crawling towards hearing someone else screaming. and be like, I wouldn't be doing that. I would be crawling away. Yeah. Or like she sees a light at the other end. She starts crawling towards this other flashlight. Like, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Running into someone in that dark vent is not what you want. I know. And the whole time she was like crawling through it and I was watching her and I was like, man, how did Bruce Willis fit in those air ducts? Because it seemed like a tight <laughs> squeeze for her. Yeah, they must have specially made dude. those air ducts for that. Um. It was also in this episode that I was like, how can everyone hate Bailey so much? Like the new, you know, deputy chief guy that they're always like, brr, Bailey, right in our, in our parade. I was like, Bailey's great. He like stands with Prentice against the attorney general. It's like, yeah. no, I'm going to do what Prentice wants to do. Yeah, he seemed fine. Like vaguely annoying and nerdy. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
But still. But he's not done anything egregious, and he's, like, showing himself in solidarity with the team right, at this he's point. Very you're like, reasonable. Just be, be very reasonable. You know, be cool, guys. Ba- yeah, by the end of this, I was like, Bailey is great, and everyone on the BAU sucks. <laughs> basically. Um, though, Bailey did pull a Jordan Todd, and he lied to Terry's parents I in this episode. S- I noticed that. Hodge would disapprove. I know. She was like, <laughs> was that true? And he was like, no, absolutely not. And I was like, <gasps> <gasps> the BAU never lies. They never lie. Um, <laughs> like, you did exactly the same thing you reamed that poor yeah, girl out for yes. <laughs> 15 years ago. <laughs> um, and yeah, this was the episode with Tyler Green and Garcia, which, big fan. I, I like it. I like their dynamic. It's I like good. it. You know, at first I was like, Ugh, I don't, I don't like it because I was, I, I liked her and Alves together, but yeah. like they kind of get into that later, and it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it you does. Know? And I feel like the door is still open for that based on where they go with it in the in the next couple yeah. of episodes. But yeah, I liked <laughs> the one scene where he's like laying on the counter and he's just got cookbooks yeah. over <laughs> his crotch, and I was like, that's how did that. Uh-huh. Like, I understand that he needs to be covered, yeah. but, like, how did that <laughs> occur? Like, how did you get yourself into that position where you've got, like, the great British Bake Off cookbook <laughs> over your junk while you lay on a counter? <laughs> I mean, this, the logistics are baffling to me. But I'm here for it. I'm yeah. on board. Yeah. Um, I was surprised that Tawny, the woman from Chattanooga, Moose's owner, was yes. still alive. Yeah. And then he had only taken and then eventually killed Moose, apparently. But Yeah, that was bizarre. But was, yeah, yeah, when you saw her, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I thought for <laughs> sure she was done for. Yeah. She wasn't very helpful, but she's still alive. Yeah. And this is the one where Lewis keeps getting distracted because Rebecca left, right? Yeah. And, and Rossi tells her to take three days off. Yeah. He's like, take three days and follow up on this one thing. And she's like, that's only five minutes worth of work. And he's mm-hmm. like, I know. You need time. Yeah. Like, I've been where you are. I know yeah. how it feels. I know that you need time. And I was like, wow, yeah. how we've grown as people. They just needed to get Hotch out of the way, you know, <laughs> and then they can be more self-actualized. Yeah. But um, yeah, I really liked that. Yeah. And I, I just, like, too. I felt like Ty- uh, Aisha Tyler, like, just played that really well. Mm-hmm. That, like, you know, where you're just, like, really anxious and she just keeps looking at her phone. Yeah, and, like, like, her mind is somewhere else, but she's trying so hard to do her job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that girl, Moose's owner, when she, like, prays with her and she's like, you know, please let uh, <laughs> Agent, uh, t- or what's her name? Tara Lewis. Yeah. Agent Lewis. I'm like, Agent Tyler. <laughs> There's too many Tylers <laughs> happening here. Uh, Agent Lewis, be less distracted so she can find this <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> It was really cute. I liked yeah. that. Yeah, it was a good ending for that episode. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, just, I'm also. I hope she never finds out. I mean, not that anybody else knows what happened to Moose, but I just hope she never knows that. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, he had a peaceful death before he was tortured into being a horrible monster. Yeah, I just oh, poor yeah. Moose. Um. All right. How about episode eight? Forget me nots. Um, this is the episode with Ramona. Yes. I was a big Ramona fan. Yeah. I, I liked, liked her character a lot. Yeah. It was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked, uh, I don't know. Like it was just very relatable. Yeah. Like sometimes like you have the people and they do like, you know, like the characters, their actions don't make any sense, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, everything that she was doing, like, it made sense. Yeah, Like, even at the end of the arc where they were, like, uh, 
you know, did you see his face? Mm-hmm. And like all she can think of is like he he knows who my kids are. Yeah. Like she's like, no, I didn't see anything. Right. Like I would have done the same thing. I would have done thing. the same thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She seemed smart and she just made really relatable decisions. I didn't think because like her whole thing was she was a stand in for his wife, right? He like role plays conversations that he's going to yeah. have with his wife with her. Um, I didn't think she looked anything like the woman who played his wife, but Not I did think bit. she looked a lot like JJ. <laughs> yeah, more so. Then, she, yeah, she didn't look anything like his wife at no, all. No. And like, don't they say like, oh, she's a dead ringer yeah. for his wife or yeah. something? You're like, not even no, alone, because like, they're both we, white women. We know what these people look like and they do not look the same. It's like saying we look identical. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. Yeah. Um, I was not a fan of uh, JJ's family dynamic in this episode, right? Will's been sick. They have a 14-year-old that they're being very obvious that something is wrong and not communicating with him well at all. Yeah, I did not. I, I think, was very judgmental of their parenting in this I episode. Know, and I think it bothered me especially because Henry mm-hmm. reminds me of my kid, just like the way that he acts, the way that he looks mm-hmm. kind of, you know, yeah. and like just being that same age. And yeah. it's like, I can't imagine like so blatantly and obviously lying, lying to, his to my face. kid who's yeah. very very clearly worried and knows yeah. that something is up. He's it's very like perceptive not, and he can tell that something is going on. You aren't doing him any favors by right. hiding all this stuff from him. Just be straight up with him yeah. and tell him like, you know, like this is what's happening, but it's okay because we're going to get through it together. Yeah. Like, that's what kids need. They don't yeah. need you to bullshit them because right. they always know. Mm-hmm. And while he <laughs> overhears them talking about how like, oh, the password's saved so I don't have to remember it. Like all he has to do is open the laptop and read about it, you idiots. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to have, like, covert conversations, make sure your teenager isn't skulking around. Right. <laughs> like, for, for two law enforcement officials, they don't even notice that somebody's, like, three feet away listening to their conversation? Yeah. Okay. It's you like breathing loudly in the next room. Yeah. <laughs> Opening and closing the door. Um, though I was... Sorry, I, I'm topic jumping because I can't let go of Ramona. I, I just... I liked Ramona's character arc. Yeah. I, I knew we couldn't trust Voight, right? And that something bad was still going to happen to her. And I liked when she, he says, he, before he's like, gives her the sedative or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he, uh, she go, he goes, don't you trust me? And she goes, do I have a choice? Yeah. Like, just like, do whatever you're going to do because it doesn't matter. Because can do about it. Yeah. Like, you're either going to kill me now or you're going to kill me later. Yeah. But, but well, I'll she like, just yeah. resigned I just herself to, go along to the fact it. that like she has no control and yeah. no agency in this situation. You it was felt so bad for her. I know. And well, so I was mad at her husband, right? Because she makes this phone call. And he is like, you sound weird and all this stuff. But then he does contact the police and be like, well, I've heard from her. You can close the case. Everything is fine. Like, you big dummy. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Call the police and be like, I got this weird phone call. I got this super weird phone call from my wife. wrong, yeah. Like, Like, if I ever called Nate and he was like, wow, you really don't sound like yourself. Something is terribly wrong. And I'm like, no, no, just believe me. That he would go to the police and be like, someone has my wife. Something terrible is happening to her. Yeah. You're like, no, no. I just needed a break from you Mm -hmm. and our kid. And I'm fine. And we're all fine here. I'll be home in... One more day. Yeah. Like, I will, what? Yeah. <laughs> I just can't imagine like having that conversation with your partner where they wouldn't be like, so someone's going to kill you like imminently. Yeah. Or? Yeah. Like who's staring at you? What kind of weapon are they holding to <laughs> exactly. your face? Like, yeah. Something terrible. Um, I'm also 
delusional enough to think there'd be some way I could save myself with this rope hanging contraption she's in, right? Yeah. And not the reality of giving up and dying immediately, which is what I would do, right? Yeah. Because I, I have no strength. Yeah. He's like, well, eventually your legs are going to like give out and then you're going to hang yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I would have hung myself by accident before he yeah. even came in to tell me that. <laughs> I don't need instructions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I got to say, uh, I was a fan of that barn. Yeah. It was pretty. Beautiful. It was a beautiful barn with all what the a, stained glass what windows. What a beautiful place to die. <laughs> I know. I was like, if I have to die in a dusty barn, I would want it to be that one. <laughs> it looks like an event hall. I know. I'm like, this would be a lovely place for a wedding. <laughs> I was really hoping that we were going to see Alves come in with like the Morgan tackle for that guy right there, like doing a little standoff there. I know. Not so much, I though. I the Morgan tackle. But I was like, are you really telling me? Because they these guys, they still need to know where Ramona is. They need to know more about Voight. This guy is ready to shoot at a, a like death by cop, right? That they talk about all the time. Yeah. None of them can shoot him in the arm or the leg or something to disarm him. It's just like four bullets directly to the chest. That's it's the only way to stop do. him. I just, that's I don't believe they, it. That's what they always do. It, that, that's the most unbelievable part to me. I know, and it's so annoying. And I re- I don't remember if it's Criminal Minds or if it was another cop show I was watching where they were saying, like, the minute you pull out your gun, you've already decided you're going to kill them. So mm. you might as well go for the kill shot. Like, yeah. that's how they, the cop how in the trained. show explained it. And mm. I don't know if that's, like, real training or yeah. that's just what they did. But, like... It just seems so inefficient. Right. Like you like this need is him. A, this, yeah. This is a person who has vital information that you need to have. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me you couldn't aim for his shoulder so he like incapacitate him? Yeah. I understand it's dangerous, but. I mean, just shoot him in the foot. Right. I mean, if somebody shot me in the foot, I would tell them anything they wanted to know. I would drop my gun immediately. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to keep standing there holding a gun. Like, ow, okay, fine. <laughs> that really hurt. Uh, I just, it's been a long time since there's someone I wanted them to find alive as much as I wanted them to find Ramona. Yeah. It's like, don't you dare let her die, you idiot. I know. And then when they got there and they're like, she's not breathing. There's no heartbeat. It was yeah. like, bullshit. No, yeah. you, you bring her back. Yeah, <laughs> she is not dead. Um, they were talking about getting a sketch together, though, like talking to Ramona and getting a sketch. Like, I would love to see the sketch they come up with. Yes. She could just give them something totally bullshit, too, and it would accidentally look more like Voight than if they were trying to draw a sketch of him. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, apparently that this episode was directed by A.J. Cook. Really? Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. This was a great episode. Yeah, this is the one that I was like, I can't stop. I have to see what's going to happen next. Yeah. Because this one ended with Rossi knocking on the wife's, knocking on Elias's real house's door and his wife answering. Yeah. And I was like, and that oh, was after he found them. Was that before he left? Before Elias left? Remember he like comes home. I can't remember because I watched oh, all of these in one big yeah, chunk. Yeah, they get in the big I, fight again, and she kicks him out. Yeah, because she says that she knows everything. And yeah. he's like, what do you think you know? And mm. she's like, I know you lost your job. And he's yeah. probably like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, this was after that. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. he leaves mm-hmm. and then Rossi, and then Rossi shows, shows up. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was like, <gasps> I, I need to know more. I have to watch what's next. So I did. I did watch more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I moved on to episode nine, which is Memento Mori. Um, which starts with the poor grieving Rossi, like flashback to Rossi and his wife. I know. 
It was just really sad. And when he's like, I, I couldn't watch him close the casket. And you're yeah. Like, oh, poor yeah. Rossi. I yeah. couldn't watch the butter in the ground. <laughs> poor like, sad oh my old God. man. Um, yeah, I thought he played it really well. Yeah. Just lots of emotional range for him in this episode. Um, is this the episode that also has the Garcia and Alves flashback? I think so. This yes. was like the episode of the black and white flashbacks. I was yeah. like, why are all these flashbacks in black and white? Yeah, because they're they're run on their date and it was like February twenty twenty. Yeah, and they're like making jokes about how like everybody everybody gets a cold. They, everyone needs to just chill out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Yeah, we're like oh, remember those days? Yeah. I remember those. Remember days. Remember we were like just wash your hands a lot and everything's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my favorite part of their date was when um, she says she's only going to have two glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. And then he orders two more glasses of wine. And she's like, I said my limit is two. And he was like, these are both for me. How could you not want to be on a date with Alves? It seems amazing. But like, I liked it because like, I mean, later they like, you know, like go back to like, oh, well, there you're one thing. But like, it's that date thing where like, like, you know, you, like everybody's been in that situation where mm-hmm. you like have this friend and you're like, well, maybe I'm going to date my friend. And yeah. then you go out on a date with your friend and you're like, no, yeah. like, what were we thinking? <laughs> this is a terrible yeah. idea. This is, this is not what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I just I really liked that dynamic. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, OK. So they they tried and it yeah. was super awkward and mm-hmm. they acknowledged that it was awkward yeah. and decided that they were better friends. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can accept that. Yeah. I'm I good can with too. that. I think still like by the end of the season, they're kind of building back up to more of it. It seemed like, did yeah. you get that impression yeah. that it was circling back around, but I appreciate where they're at in a way that I didn't love, which I will get to. Later. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about this episode first. Yeah. Um, so, so this I, is the one where Rossi is just like, Stalking, stalking White's her? wife around yeah. <laughs> town. But here's the thing that bothered me about this. Not that he wouldn't do that. He would. That if, I feel like if out of the blue, Nate called me and or, and I was like, hey, this FBI agent's here. And he's like, that man is dangerous. I would be like, I don't know if I would believe him. Okay. But like, here's, here's the thing about this that like, I, cause I was putting a lot of thought into this, <laughs> but like, you know, I'm sure if Nate called you, like, you know, tomorrow, yeah. just like, you know, he's at work, you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and like, as far as I know, as far as you know, he's at work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like an FBI agent shows up at the house and then he calls and you're like, there's an FBI agent. And you're like, uh, you know, uh, well, he's th- that man's dangerous or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd be like, wow, that's that's suspicious. I don't know if I believe you. Yeah. If your husband had been acting shady as absolute fuck yeah. and had just run out on your family yeah. with no explanation, why would you believe any of that? Right, right. And <laughs> I, I would mean, be like, no, actually, it seems like you're dangerous. I'm more yeah, apt to believe this wrong. FBI like, agent. He just had this wild, violent outburst with her and their daughters, and he had se- apparently never acted like that with them before. Yeah. And then this FBI agent shows up. I would be like, wow, yeah, I have been concerned about him. Something weird is going on. Obviously, he's an actual FBI agent. She checked his credentials. She admits later in the episode that she looked him up and he's legit. And she still runs him in, runs into him in the grocery store and acts like she's being stalked by some crazy person and not a law enforcement person. Who's, because, like, 
His story, like, because, you know, Elias gives her the whole story about like, oh, well, like, uh, you know, I, I didn't actually get fired from my job. I actually quit because I found out that they were like funneling money into crypto or something. You're like, I would also quit my job if I found <laughs> out they were doing anything with crypto. But like, uh, his story is absolute nonsense. Yeah. No part of it makes any sense. No. At all. No. Like, I, I would not listen to anything that right. he had to say. But she's at that willing point. to pack up her kids and just like go on the run with him. Right. Like, I would, the only thing that I might do is if like he was telling me one thing and there was this FBI agent that was following me around, I might pack my kids up and go to somewhere where neither one of them could find me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I wouldn't go with I my go husband. I would go with my husband. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah. I, I was annoyed about that. Or, like, the other thing is, like, because they're like, oh, he's dangerous. Like, don't get in the car with him or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, why don't you, like, come down to the FBI office with me? Like, I'll drive. And that's when she freaks out. I would have been like, I'm not comfortable with that, but I will meet you there to talk to you. Yeah. Just go on your own volition. And then if you're in the FBI office... What's going to happen with everybody? To you in the there's office. a ton of other people there. Yeah. Unless there's this vast, massive conspiracy, which is stupid. Yeah. Like, against your dipshit husband who builds networks yeah (laughs) and and i I thought it was weird that ross even offered to drive her yeah like why don't you come down to the station and we can talk about or come down to the field office and we'll talk about it i thought it was so weird that he like he was like i'll drive because that just made him look suspicious because they needed him to look suspicious for this whole scene to work right but like yeah it was weird i also so that all goes down, right? The attorney general is like, you have to get Rossi out of the field and make us all look bad because Elias like films him and posts that they're being harassed by this agent. Yeah. So dumb. Um, that Rossi then is still, I'm not surprised that Rossi like still goes to the house, right? And like surveils him. Of course he does. It's Rossi. I am surprised that Elias invites him inside. And he accepts because I feel like neither of those things make sense for either of those characters as we know them so far. Elias has been this mastermind serial killer running this network of other serial killers, killing dozens and dozens of people for years and years and years. And he's going to, he's quote unquote devolved so much that he's going to kidnap Rossi inside his own home. And then, and then do what? And then do what? Rossi's DNA is now in his house. And now yeah. his DNA is in Rossi's car. Yeah, it's like how badly are you decompensating at this point? Have you lost does, it completely? It doesn't make any sense to me that he that he would suddenly snap to the point where he would be making decisions this. And dumb. it doesn't make sense for Rossi to do that without having like backup. Yeah, like, nobody knows where he is. Yeah, he's not stupid. Right, but they both make really really stupid choices. Yeah, well, and I like the part too. Is this the one where the the attorney general? tells Prentice that she has to pull Rossi from the field. Mm-hmm. She's like, you have to take his badge and his gun when he comes back and yeah. everything. And Prentice is like, oh, how dare you? And I'm like, this man is like 74 years old. Yeah. He has absolutely no business being in the field. You yeah. need to get him out of there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should have said Alves to do this. One. Yeah. I mean, he's very good at his job, but like. He should no, be chasing he is, people down. He's a very old man. He should yeah. not be out in the field. <laughs> um, I did, though, really like the Rossi and Voight dynamic of like them 
driving in the car and everything. I loved their conversation. Their back and forth banter. I was like, I the would watch a buddy movie, at the like house. a buddy cop movie of these like two. Like when they're like sitting there and he like offers in the glass of wine and yeah. he's like, I've got these friends. Okay, they're podcast hosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, first, that line got me just that uh-huh. because like that's what I'm always like. Yeah, so um, I was talking to somebody. I wasn't. I was listening to a podcast yeah. about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, or like, I saw this thing online. It was a TikTok, but yeah. I'm not going to say it was a TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, uh, and then he says like, he's like, oh, my friends, Dan and Sheila. And he's yeah. like, they're podcast hosts. And he's like, they have this theory that <laughs> the BAU is actually really bad at profiling. And for that, I just want to shout out to the Criminal Minds writers who are clearly <laughs> listening to us. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we're glad you're big fans. We're big fans yeah. of yours. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, felt very I loved seen. it. It yeah. was so fun funny mm-hmm. like their conversation back and forth it was yeah, like they, they just had really good chemistry they know their audience yeah and this this whole episode is like they know their audience they know the kinds of people that are um watching i almost said listening yeah watching and why they're watching right um and it's not because everyone's so good at their job and that the show is so great yeah like, they, it's like no you know. people like silly stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah and we're allowed to yeah um I also, uh, I mean, this, like, all of the back and forth with Rossi, like, all the old man stuff that they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, when he's, forth. like, uh, talking about how he has to, like, pee. Yeah. And he's, like, I'm just going to pee in the car. <laughs> he's, yeah. like, you can't pee in your own car. <laughs> he's, like, yes, I can. It's going to smell terrible. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, is there DNA in urine? I'm, I can't remember. I'm just so old. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is great. Whoever wrote this is great. Um, so yeah, I, I liked all of that. Um, I just, th- and this episode, like it ends with him putting Rossi in the, in a shipping, another shipping container, right? Yeah. It's like, where is he getting all of where, this? How is he burying them all? That's yeah. How do you bury them without a paper trail? The logistics of all of this right. is just baffling. It's never addressed. No. Um, but it is, it sure is interesting. Maybe that's season, season 17. Yeah, it's just so. going to be them explaining how he buried all of the shipping container. Yes. <laughs> because I would watch that. I just, I would like to know. Yeah. I just want to see a flashback of how he gets all of Like you have up. to hire like a construction crew. Right. Or at least rent a backhoe. Like, I mean, how do you do that without people noticing? I don't know. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> it's it's like a lot. months of work. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how people are, everyone isn't talking about the weird guy that like bought a patch of land and buried a giant shipping container on it. Cause I feel like everyone around would know. Right? right. If somebody started doing that, like on like the outskirts of our small town, like yeah. in one of the fields, there would be immediately like posts in all of the like FYI County yeah. Facebook <laughs> posts where they'd be like, what's the deal with this weird fucking guy in his shipping containers that he's burying? Yeah. <laughs> we would all And know. everyone would be speculating wildly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They'll be like, they're putting in a Starbucks, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're never getting a Starbucks. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it that it was a good enough cliffhanger at the end of this that I wanted to stay awake and watch another episode. Yeah. Because I told Nate I was only going to watch a few minutes of 10, not realizing that I had never finished 9. So I finished 9, and then I started watching 10, and then I was just up so late because yeah. I couldn't stop. I had to see how it ended. I had to see what was going to happen next because I thought episode 10 was really good. Yeah. Um, that's dead end. Boy, does it all come to a dead end in this one. Yeah. So what were your thoughts about um, the season finale? 
Yeah, so this one, he's Rossi's in the shipping container, and he's like trying to figure out how to get out, and he keeps mm-hmm. having hallucinations mm-hmm. of Crystal just like encouraging him, and yeah. like it's just sweet. It like, is. It's just really cute. Yeah. And then you're worried, like, oh man, he's obviously dying. Like, okay, he's lack of oxygen. Yeah. He's hallucinating his wife. And you're like, this is such a cute. Oh God, he's dead. He's, he's dying. He's, he's dying. Not, <laughs> he's not going to be able to get this out of bad. here. He doesn't have enough uh, oxygen going to his brain. Yeah. And then. Um, Meanwhile, Elias has convinced somehow his wife to bring his daughters with him. To some sort of vacation home in the mountains. To some cabin Mm -hmm. they have access to, I guess. I would not be going anywhere with that man. No. Nor would I be taking my children. Yeah, he he doesn't seem stable. (laughs) No, it seems terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, the best part, though, is when he says something, like he's like, you're going to have to take the girls' phones away. We can't use them. And she's like, we can't. That's impossible. <laughs> you want me like, to take yeah. phones away from our teenagers? Yeah, she says, uh, we'll have to, or no, he says, you'll have to keep them off their phones. Mm. She's like, no, that's impossible. We yeah. can't do that. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah, uh, because one of them does get on her phone. Isn't that how they find out? Where Is that how at? they find out where they are? I can't remember. I don't remember either. But he like he like freaks out and like crushes the phone. Yeah, and, and she's really upset, obviously. And also, like your dad is acting super strange, so you're very concerned. Yeah, about that. Um, but yeah, this is another one where they it's like the attorney general and Rebecca and Bailey mm-hmm. note this like weird like they talk about. Uh, gold star. Yeah. So Elias like live streams Rossi in the shipping container so they can see that he he has them. And he talks to Bailey on the phone and says, he's the kind of guy that always wants a gold star. And they're like, that means something. It's coded language. Yeah. They're like, he knows about gold star. Yeah. You're like, why would you, but why would you think Why would you think that on that one? Why would you think that based on that very, very common phrase? Yeah, but apparently it is very obvious to them that he knows something. It's like maybe you're just really suspicious. And (laughs) But then so it's so much, it's like such a big deal that they talk with Rebecca about extra legal options that they have, which was basically be letting all of them die. Yeah. To keep this a secret or whatever. And... It's a big enough deal that Bailey has to go and negotiate with Voight in person. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, you're just gonna let him go. Yeah, they're like just gonna let him take his family and go. Yeah, and you're like, I, I don't think he knows anything. No, it's like, very strange. <laughs> you don't really have a good reason to think that he knows anything based on that. It reminded me of that whole like, remember like, uh, when like. There would be all the QAnon conspiracies where they'd be like, well, Trump's going to use this phrase. And they would just like say a phrase that he used all the time. And then they'd be like, see, he said it. And you're like, but he. But he always says that. That's just the thing he says all the time. Right. (laughs) Right. Like saying you're you're a suck up and you want to always want to get a gold star is like a very common Americanism, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, it was very weird. I can't remember how they figured out exactly where he is, but it was... Maybe you should have, like, caused your... Or called your secret conspiracy theory something, like, a less commonly used phrase. But that's how they can talk about it, and people not know, apparently, or something. I don't know. I I was not a fan of this. But apparently this is a big setup for the next season. Yeah. Um, 
Which uh, the best part of it is I was reading like theories online Mm -hmm. about what Gold Star is. Yeah. And they had a quote from like Erica Messer who's like the showrunner. Yeah. And it was basically like, "Uh, we have some ideas, but we don't really know yet. And all the like fans are like, I think it means this. And we're like, the showrunner is telling you that they they don't know what it is. I know. That's, it seemed like, like they. Like we don't want to tie ourselves down to anyone. They don't want to make any promises. I know. I read a bunch of uh, interviews with Erica Messer too. Yeah. Like they're not being cryptic they just don't, like, they really we, don't know we would love for it to be this or this or this but we can't really say for sure what's gonna happen yeah. like um and she while well, she did say in the one interview i read that like Voight will still be around next season because they want the rest of the cast to have more face time with him yeah with the character and that rossi wouldn't really get any with him next season because he had enough this time well hopefully he'll still he be traumatized gets benched yeah, because not because I don't enjoy Rossi, but the poor man has no business in the field. <laughs> no, he needs <laughs> a break. It's just sad, and he I want to watch more than three days. Like I want to watch like Alves punch him in the face, right? Like, yeah, know? yeah. Like, or I want to watch Rossi um, played his mind games. Aisha Tyler just like sit and talk with him, right? Yeah. Stuff like that. But yeah, so I mean, it it all comes to a head. I I was very sad about Bailey's character arc. Oh yeah, because he. Uh, you know, gets shot. Yeah. yeah I guess I should just, have started this episode with us being like major spoilers. <laughs> we assume. about all of it. Yeah. We'll put that in the yeah, description. Yeah, put it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, they, like he, he's like, well, we're the only two people that really know about Gold Star. And I was like, how could they be the only two people? Because Bailey was talking with the Attorney General and Rebecca about Gold Star, so the two of them have to know about it at least. Right? But isn't that well, what Bailey wants, says right before he yeah, shoots him? Yeah, but he wants Voight... Well, like, I guess, first of all, how big of a conspiracy can there be if only two people know about right. this? Right, and, of all, and that's kills one of them. So. Also, if you think that only two people know about something bad mm-hmm. that could get you into trouble and you are a murderer already, yeah, why would you not kill, that kill person? the other person? And if Void is the only other person that knows, why wouldn't they want them to just kill Void? Like, why wouldn't you go in like guns a-blazing and just take him out? He's too dangerous. He was killed and we were trying to take him in. Oh, well. Right. They already know he's Sicarius. Right. Like, just... Just kill him. You know? Why but with him, they're like, no, no, we need to bring this in. Everybody else, they're like, four shots to the chest. Right. <laughs> like, that but, hanging guy, they're like, just take him out, even though he has valuable information and a live hostage. Yeah. They already had the wife and I the mean, daughters that, removed. Or they had the daughters. That season one girl that was like, you know, the poor mentally ill girl... Yeah. Who was setting yeah. fires to things and was holding something that was literally on fire in her hands. They're yeah. like, shoot her. Yeah. Shoot her. Just take her out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only safe way to go about this. <laughs> um, I did like, you know, them sneaking the daughters out the back and then trying to, the wife trying to get out, but Elias catches her. Yeah. Uh, and the, like, I mean, her reaction to him, like pulling the trigger, but being out of ammunition, I thought was very good. Yeah. They're married in real life. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, I read that somewhere. One of the wow. interviews. Wow. Um, the other thing that I really enjoyed was um, uh, Will mm-hmm. being on the field with yes. the team. That was fun. Um, and just also what an absolute shit show that raid of the house was. Yeah. Like there were yeah. just people everywhere just uh-huh. running around. Yeah, that was <laughs> a disaster. Like, wow, you guys are so bad at this. Um, I... Did like too that like after they're like they you know towards the end they go to Bailey's funeral and everything and they're all standing around having a drink 
And JJ saying like she didn't like seeing Will get shot at because he gets shot, but it hits his vest, so yeah. he's fine. Um, and he's like, "Well, I don't like it when you get blown up at work." Yeah, and, but she's <laughs> like, "Well, that can't happen next time." And I was like, "Wait a second, <gasps> I know is Will going to be part of the BAU next season? Maybe, maybe because he was brought in like as consulting from DC Metro. That's how they got, yeah, wherever doing what they were doing this time. Um, or maybe uh, for their kids' sake." Both of them should take a leave of absence. Yeah, that's so what I was that thinking. poor Henry can just sleep at night uh, yeah. without a bat under his bed because he's terrified. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, they'll they'll never stop. They'll be like, isn't it so fun that we both get to ride on the jet together? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where are our kids, by the way? Is somebody watching them? <laughs> Doesn't matter. They're home alone. Yeah. Um so this all ends. They have Elias in custody. Yes. There's a tactical team sweeping a floor. It's clear. They set Elias down in a room. Someone opens the door. I am dying to hear who you think opened the door. I don't, I don't know. think the show creators even really know. I don't yet, think they know. But there's tons of fan theories, obviously. Oh, yeah. And I was just very curious. Nate thought for sure it was just Rebecca. And I was like, people would riot. She's not important enough. To be a cliffhanger person entering that room. Like, it's like, is it the attorney general? But then it's like, but how would he know who that is? Right. I was wondering if it would be the <laughs> Wait, director. Are, we, are you supposed to know who the U.S. attorney general is? <laughs> Do you know who ours is right now? Uh, <laughs> I feel so dumb. No, I'm, but that's like, because he, when he sees that person walk in, he's clearly like, he, there is recognition and uh-huh. he's not upset and, at yeah. that person. And, he, and there. so, which it has to be someone really important. So I was like, is it the director of the FBI? And that's going to be just like a really good guest star playing the director. But it would have to be the president of the United States. It would have to be someone that like a guy would know. And like if you showed me, like if I was sitting in a room and the U.S. Attorney General, whoever that may be, opened the door, (laughs) I wouldn't recognize them because I don't know who it is. Are you looking it up? Um, But if you were Voight, you would know, right? Who the. Oh, it's Merrick Garland. Oh, I that's right. I did Mary know Garland that. Was. I wouldn't I, remember that he was the attorney general. <laughs> I knew that. Well, but if you but if you walked in the room, you'd be like, Merrick Garland, Attorney General of the United States, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like you wouldn't be I should know that because of all the news alerts I get about how they keep finding classified documents in <laughs> everybody's houses. Yeah. And just one of those documents, I'd like them to just this is off topic completely, mm. but like I would just like them to give you some indication of what it is because you know I bet bullshit. I bet all of these classified documents are absolute nonsense yeah. that don't reveal anything. No, they're like old itineraries and stuff that are classified at the time because yeah. you can't know where they're at, but then they but forget. To I got throw one. Them away. I think it was like last weekend that was like uh, they found one document with classified markings in uh mike pence's house and i was like can you imagine being the fbi agent that had to search mike pence's entire house and you just found one piece of paper i would be so salty i think what the real the real issue with all of this is the system they use for classifying and declassifying things yeah but that's for a separate podcast That's for our other podcast about our Merrick Garland podcast. <laughs> the we Merrick talk- Garland fan cast yeah. where we talk about how we just found out who Merrick Garland is. <laughs> um, I think it's either going to be like the president of the United States. But, but again, that doesn't Why mean anything. the president of the United States, unless they're in on Gold Star. Yeah, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't, it's hard to say who it would be because it would have to be somebody important in the universe of the show. In the universe of the show, we don't know who the president is. 
Yeah. If they're not going to have Joe Biden, if it was Joe Biden that oh opened my God, that I'd door, be so happy. I would be, I would Maybe die. Maybe Barack Obama is going to get started. Maybe. <laughs> I think it's more likely that they're hoping they can get like Matthew Gray Goobler, right? It's Spencer Reed opening that door. Because, he, right, he's obsessed yeah. with the BAU. He's read all of Rossi's books. He's studied up on all those people. They're, like, hoping the stars align and they can get Matthew Gray Goobler even for one episode, right, to come in and do something. Or, like, somebody, some past person from the mythology of the show that would be important to Voight. Yeah. And possibly important to Gold Frank Star. Breitkopf. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't die in that train accident. <laughs> he just shows up with his uh, 1970s haircut, yes. all flowing locks. Yeah, for Christmas, Emily got me um, a, the, a record. Is it the only record he's ever made? I have no idea. <laughs> it's currently staring at us, though. You can just look in my dining room and see. It's just Keith, Keith Carradine's Carradine. record. Yeah. It's um, called I'm Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy listening, that's for sure. Yeah. I just, yeah, I have no I don't know. idea. So I really feel like it has to be someone within the mythology of the show that would be a big deal to fans, that would make sense. Like they were on special assignment, they're off doing whatever. Yeah. It's Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Jordan Todd <laughs> is back. Oh. <laughs> um, Oh my god! <laughs> it's L. I would I would just have to throw my whole TV away. I'd be it's so L, mad. but she's actually secretly part of his serial killer network <laughs> now because she has gone completely rogue, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now she is, and he knows who she is. But she's also the director of the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's hard to say who would be, but yeah, I'd be interested to hear other people's theories. Yeah, of who they think it is too. Um, but yeah, they're coming back. They, they've been renewed for more than one more season, right? I don't know. I knew it was at least one and they're like already filming it or getting close to filming yeah, it. So hopefully um, it won't be too far out. I'm pretty sure they got renewed for a few um, seasons. But I, maybe I made that up. They're definitely coming for one more at least. Yeah, I mean, there's really quick turnaround, though, because, like, this one, they started filming it in August oh, really? of 2022, and the first one aired wow. November, like when Thanksgiving. When is season two supposed to come out? I don't know, but I know that they're, they were talking about how they're, like, uh, either have already started or are close to starting filming on it, so wow. I'm hopeful that... It won't Maybe be that sometime, long yeah, sometime before. later this year. Maybe this fall. Yeah. Um, that would be pretty great. But they've, Erica Messer also said in one of the things I read online that there is going to be another big bad, a different big bad through like arc through the whole season and then other, the other little things, but it'll be. Plus they'll have Gold Star and Elias Voigt. So there's a lot going on. Yeah. Like normally 17. I wouldn't be too happy about that because they've done it so poorly in the past. Mm-hmm. This was good, though. But this was really good. I really liked Evolution a lot. Yeah. It wasn't like when they had, like, was it The Replicator? Yeah. And it was, like, that whole thing, and then it turned out to be, like, and they, and they got Mark Hamill. Yeah. He was only in it for, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. And you were like, why what would a you waste, waste Mark yeah. Hamill? Yeah. <laughs> why would you do this to us? Don't do that. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a lot to look forward to. I know. I love it. I'm so excited. And, I mean, eventually, several years from now, when we get all the way up to season 16, we can do these in We'll do them in real more justice. Yeah. But um, we just need to get our thoughts out right now while yeah. we're still excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because I am very excited about it. I'm ready for more. 
wherever you're listening, be sure to leave us a five-star review. You can find us on Instagram at the unsub is a white man. You can find us on Redbubble. If you get any of our merch, make sure you tag us and we'll share you to our stories. Our theme music is composed and performed by Nate Youngblood and the podcast is produced by Nate Youngblood. Thanks, Nate. And until next week, we'll be reading up on Merit Garland.